Hey guys, thanks for joining us this week of the Jared Hudson for Sheriff podcast. Go ahead and subscribe, share with your friends, listen to it, give us some feedback and some comments so we can know maybe future interviews you would like to see. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Jared Hudson here with the Jared Hudson for Sheriff podcast. If you haven't followed us or checked us out, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. That's the first time I got it right without having to ask you, Ben. Perfect. So without further ado, Mr. Steve Ammons, tell us a little bit about yourself, sir, what you do. You're on the county commission, but tell us about what you do and kind of how you got into politics and in the county commission. Oh my, well, uh, uh, Steve Ammons uh, grew up uh, in Jefferson County, uh, in Vestavia Hills particularly, in um, uh, uh, after leaving there, I did my time in the Navy as well and, uh, uh, enjoyed my time there. Probably, probably should have stayed a little bit longer we, than I we did. We were talking earlier and he said, he said, yeah, they did a, did a hot wash at the end and I just, I almost fell out. So you the knew I, was right. I know okay. exactly what he's talking about. These guys don't know what he's talking about. A hot wash is a debrief. Uh, but anyway, sorry, go yeah. ahead. So another fellow Navy guy. Yeah. Uh, and, um, uh, when, after leaving the Navy came back and, and decided I wanted to take my family back to you talked about values earlier, a place where I knew uh, my values were uh, a core part of the community mm-hmm. and uh, moved back to Vestavia with my family, uh, um, brought some kids up there and um, ended up on the Vestavia City Council, my first uh, dive into uh, politics. Uh, enjoyed it. Um, it was very trying. It was it was tough work. Um, spent probably more time in that than than I do my business. Um, I have a business that's uh, in Jefferson County as well. Background IQ. Uh, we do employment screening, background checks, drug testing, making sure that people are hiring folks that are that are uh, above a, above a certain standard. Um, decided to run for uh, county commission when I was asked to consider it, and uh, spent 30 days in intensive prayer. And, that's right. Uh, yeah, and uh, really wanted to make sure that that's what God was telling me that that where I needed to be, mm. and um, I did, and um, uh, ended up uh, running against a friend, uh, and uh, it wasn't me running against him; it was me running for for a position where I thought uh, God was telling me to go, and um, it worked out to where uh, I won that race. So uh, been there for four, three and a half years. Uh, uh, won a, a re-election bid with no opposition on either side. So uh, I guess that's secondary to leave prayers answered. Yeah, there and, you go. That's um, right. And um, ready to keep moving on with uh, economic development. That's been my uh, my focus, uh, along with uh, Commissioner Knight on EMA and 911. And I think my uh, I think as it relates to you and your run for, for sheriff, uh, was also part of a bid for the 2025 uh, World Police and Fire Games, which will be coming to uh, Jefferson oh, yeah. County, and um, looking forward to it. I get to go to Rotterdam this year uh, to see how they run their processes and uh, have a seat on that uh, on that board for the 2025 games. Now, is that is that kind of coming on the heels of the uh, the 2022 games? Now, right now, the World Games that's that's coming up. Is that kind of where that stemmed from, or is that something that was yeah. on the horizon beforehand? Well, I don't think it was necessarily on the horizon, but it became an opportunity because of the World Games. We get to see how things were done, and it was a part of our sell. Is right. look, we're we're the World Games is a big event. It's going to come and it's going to bring a lot of competitors, um, but the World Police and Fire Games brings two thirds more 
competitors, right? Uh, and is 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 much larger. So uh, I think it's I think it's a good one too. World Games is going to show us how they've done it, and then we're going to see how we can do it uh, probably better than what they did. Uh, because there, there's always mistakes, but we all, there's always room for improvement. Absolutely, absolutely. No, that's really cool. I, I had no idea about that, so that's great to hear. And then with the with the World Games coming up, when is that? Is that July? Yeah, that's July. This mm-hmm. this July yeah. coming up. Uh, with the World Games coming up, I know it's a uh, – I think they call it Sear 2 event. Or, yes. Uh, yeah, Sear, is that the threat level, I guess, of the event or whatever? Sear 2 or Sear 1? Maybe it's Sear 1, but, I mean, they, I they have – I mean, there's the Homeland the Security's <clears throat> involved. Like, there's a lot of yeah. uh, heavy security yeah. stuff, and that's something I know y'all have had to deal with a little bit as well. Yeah. And I know it's really taxed the local law enforcement agencies uh, around the area just being able to, to provide whatever the needs are for – Birmingham and then that area of Jefferson County as a whole. So. Well, I mean, law enforcement is a tough, a, a tough job to begin with. Right. And um, uh, with with fewer and fewer people wanting to be a part of law enforcement because of the of the culture um, uh, with with some of the things that we've seen here recently in the news, right. um, uh, they're not able to get as many people. And so the culture of a department is is huge. How, how how do you how how do you develop a team? I mean, your time in, in, in with the teams, uh, you know, first and foremost is is based on on trust, and how do you trust that that person next to you? How do you trust your backup? You know, somebody else that's working a shift with you. How do you trust their response and and knowing that they're going to do what's what's not only in their best interest but in your your best interest as well? And it goes all the way up to the to the top. Absolutely. I mean, any 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 uh, uh, police department in, in in the county would you know will tell you. And, and the ones that uh, that I'm associated with, uh, and and the folks that I know, that is one of their highest priorities is making sure that their culture is is solid. Absolutely. No. It's it's funny you say that too. You're talking about it going all the way to the, to the top. You know, I'm a firm believer that that the top oftentimes is where the uh, if we, we cultivate a negative culture or a positive culture, and it happens at the top, right? We see what's going on in our military right now. A lot of times that's not, uh, which for those of y'all who don't know, it's, 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 not, it's not well, right? Mm-hmm. Morale in the military is yeah. down. And that stems from top-level leadership, right? I think Ben makes fun of us over here with a company podcast, right, TSI. It's like, you know, 100 <laughs> episodes on complaining about leadership in military and leadership <laughs> in law enforcement, right? Um, however... The leadership can cultivate that culture of a positiveness or, or a negative culture within your certain organization. And one thing for me, you know, running running for sheriff, it's funny you mentioned that it's a calling of God for you. Like mm-hmm. you said, man, is, is this really what you want me to do, God? Yeah. That's that's what I award with. I would much rather run my company. Yeah. I would much rather do what I do. I have more freedom. But I truly feel God has called me to do this because, uh, you know, just – what I feel he's told me is, hey, you know what, where you're at, this house is not in order. How can you go out and put other people's house in order, right? How can you go around to this training all over the world or do these operations all over the world, getting people out of, of places? My phone's been blowing up with the Ukraine calls recently, trying to get folks out of Ukraine. <laughs> these are all positive things. I, they're not negative mm-hmm. things. Afghanistan back last fall. But if we have leadership just cultivate, cultivating cultures – of negativity within our law enforcement organizations, within the the product that the county's going to get mm-hmm. is negative, and you're not going to have things like the uh, the 2025 World Police Games, yeah. or you're not going to have things like the the World Games in 2022. Yeah. So we can see how that leadership can positively or negatively impact economic development within the county, no not question. just the organization <clears throat> of the sheriff's office, but also 
how that organization of the sheriff's office yeah. positive or negatively impacts yeah. what you're working on. Well, it's, it's, it's quality of life and, and, you know, every, every aspect of quality of life, you know, deals directly with, with our first responders. It also deals with our judges and them making sure that, you know, when, when somebody's arrested and, and they're put away, they're put away for something that's, it's, it's purposeful. Right. Um, uh, you know, we also call it quality of place. Um, and I'll, I'll give you know a couple examples of some areas that, you know, uh, I've seen a, a recent study on, on domestic violence and the number of sexual offenses. And I think center point is one of those areas where it's been much, much higher. Um, just happens to be a place where the sheriff patrols. Um, and, uh, the, the quality of life and the, and the amount of commerce that's done there isn't what it used to be. Right. And you're not going to want to go to a place that you see on the news that, oh, here's some more gunshots or here's, you know, higher levels of domestic violence. You're not going to want to live there. You're not going to want to go shop there. You're not going to even want to go worship there. Uh, and so uh, sometimes that makes it difficult for um, when we talk about economic development. When I'm, when I'm talking to somebody, Smuckers is a great example, $1.1 billion capital investment in Jefferson County. They're locating over not only not only McCullough just because of the there's available land, but there's there's a, a higher level and, and quality of life uh, for those folks around there, and they're continuing to build it and improve on what they are doing in McCullough, in Bessemer, in Hoover, um, and and it supports um, you know kind of kind of a, a sixty thousand foot view of right. this is how we can do we can do life better. This is where I want my family to plant roots and, and stay right. for a while. As opposed to an exodus from Jefferson <clears throat> County, because right. you know, a lot of those opportunities go away. Uh, as a, as a sidebar of uh, smuckers, that's the biggest, uh, biggest economic, capital, I mean, that's the biggest capital investment in Jefferson County. In Jefferson County ever. history. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what, yeah. that's what we thought. And we, um, we almost had another one. Uh, I, I, I've heard about that one, but I, I guess nobody can talk much about it or something. Well, we, we can't because it's the uh, the geopolitical uh, considerations become uh, become a factor in, in all of this. And as we bring in uh, uh, companies from overseas and want them to plant here, we I want to be responsible for not only the dollars uh, that 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 come in here and the investment that comes here. I want to be responsible for to the state as well. I got you, and, and it's and it's a much bigger picture. Uh, and so sometimes I, I have to take off my county hat and say, realistically, does this work? Got and you. If it doesn't. We don't need to. We don't need to push and go down that road. Now, now the the <clears throat> Smuckers though. Now that's all. They're straight U.S. based, right? They're not. They are still a family owned company. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. That's and, uh, that's awesome. Coming here and and uh, an interesting part is that. Uh, and, and I'd love for, for you to be able to come and, and uh, take a tour when they get it get it going. It will be the largest baking oven in the world that when they cool. do it. So when, I think, when, when will this be? <laughs> will this be? <laughs> Not soon enough because I know your kids probably like the Uncrustables. Oh, or, man. that's uh, they, it, yeah, You know what? Let me tell you. I'm surprised that kids live another sidebar. Yeah. All they eat is Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets, oh, yeah. Uncrustables, and uh, – you know, um, what's the other thing that my, uh, uh, what she call them? She calls them flamingo, uh, mangoes, dried mangoes. Uh, my oh, daughter loves, she calls them flamingos, but dried mangoes. Don't, don't get the chocolate covered mangoes at Costco oh, because those things stopped. are like crack to me. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're good. Um, no, so, so we see how, I mean, a, a family owned company, a large company like Smuckers, but a family owned company uh, bringing in 
similar or same values already, even though they're a large company that already exist yeah. in, in those areas, right? So some very family-centric values, uh, number one. And number two, going to an area where they feel safe and protected and feel like it's a good investment for their business. Yeah. You know, and that's huge because it creates jobs for people around the county and, you know, times when, they're, when it's awfully rough well, times. Well, it's, it's quality workforce. I mean, you right. want to be able to hire folks that are that are going to, to um, I mean, they do all the studies when they come in and they know, you know, an area within 20 miles, I have this many people that I can pick from that have this kind of education, or they can see the scale of, you know, who's coming out of the schools, how, what are the what are the relationships with the schools, and what are the grades and the and the score uh, scores coming out of those schools. Uh, it, it all it all comes together. Like economic development is a sociological term. It's not a it's not an, a specific economic term. Uh, you know, you, you could call uh, spending money on roads economic development because right. people want to drive on smooth roads. Uh, you avoid areas like I, I avoid 280 like the plague, just because it's busy all the time. Right. Um, uh, and so, to have different routes moving around, and we're, even though we're doing road work. That's economic development because you're 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 putting more people off a path, and then another um, another uh, business pops up along that route and creates some more more commerce and more more opportunity. And that's no. really what it's about. Absolutely, <clears throat> that's huge, man. It's funny I saw you click your watch off. I've got this Garmin watch. I've never had a smart watch, but this last operation we did when we was getting folks out of Afghanistan, we all had to get these Garmin watches yeah. with the ballistic computers in them and all that stuff. And uh, it's linked to my phone, and this thing literally <laughs> all the time. And it's just you know. I gave my Garmin up to my to my son. He was uh, going through the police academy at the time. So. Oh man, that's well, that's a nice <clears throat> gift, man. You're you're a good guy, you know. I wish my dad would give me a Garmin. <laughs> I wanted to make sure he made his time. There on you go. His that's run. right. That's right. He's like, here's 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 a carrot. I'm going to dangle the carrot out in front of you. Dude, these. Uh, <laughs> so is he in the police academy now or? What? Uh, yeah, he 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 was um, decided halfway through that that's not the path he wanted, and so now he's uh, working on being a gunsmith. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I no. <laughs> I mean, you we can go in that room just over there, and we can do all the gunsmithing yep. we want. Yep. So, um, well, that's that's awesome, man. So. Economic development, we've got a, a bunch of things going on in Birmingham and in Jefferson County as a whole. However, one of the things that, uh, and, and Mr. Stevens, Jimmy Stevens talked about this, um, I believe it was I believe it was him, and I, I looked this up and, uh, since, we, since we last spoke. Uh, Birmingham right now is uh, per capita the third most violent city in the nation right now. Is that, do you know? You, I don't. You know? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, every time you turn around uh, on the news, it's somebody's died. I mean, they... But they had 11 people die in 12 days. Yeah, I think in the last recently. two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And that's right. I, I think uh, it's right. It's it's unfortunate. So yeah. it's so it's extreme. So that is the sort of things you're talking about when when we talk about law enforcement impact and that quality of life. Yeah. Those are the things that ward off or uh, deter maybe organizations or companies we we need for the economic development yeah. of Jefferson County. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's if uh, uh, crime rates are, are big. Uh, my district. Uh, over this last census, I think grew by over twelve thousand people. Oh wow! Um, when and where, where's your district, by the way? I'm sorry. so it's everything. It's part of Hoover, Vestavia, Homewood, Mount Brook, Irondale, Leeds, and part of Birmingham. Okay. Uh, and so it's basically everything over the mountain. Um, where we didn't think I didn't think we had that much room to grow, uh, but we did. Yeah, and the the parts in districts one and two that are more in the in the center 
of, mm-hmm. of Jefferson County, which is Birmingham, Brighton, Lipscomb, I guess, Fairfield, those declined by over 14,000. Wow. Um, you know, in the past they called it white flight, but you also see that's where there's, there's more crime. There's crime everywhere. There's just, there's just more in there. Uh, and you go back to culture. It, and, and, and I think a lot of the community recognizes that it's not just about it's policing, it's about the community policing itself. Um, and being able to, to, to do the things uh, necessary to support law enforcement. Because law enforcement has to be the tip of the spear. Absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, you know, without them and without strong support for them, you know, it's, uh, you, 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 it goes back to the top. Um, if, if you can't trust the people in law enforcement to do the right things, uh, then when they show up, is there a level of trust for them or is there right. not? You know, it's funny, funny you say that. And you, you mentioned the, you know, the community policing. It almost, the way we look at it now, it almost doesn't work. Uh, you have to target specific crime in that community. You know, when I was in the SEAL teams, you're in the military, you're in the Navy, right? When we're in the SEAL teams, we target, I talk about this all the time. People are like, well, what do you mean by safety and security? How will you provide safety and security for the county? By targeting specific crime, by targeting specific criminals. So, Let's give this as a for instance, right? The the bingo halls that, that Mr. Stevens just recently oh, yeah. talked about, you know, yeah. and I, and people look at it and say, ah, oh, bingo halls, whatever. They they hear that and it doesn't seem we think of yep. bingo like they play in the basement yeah. of the church, right, on on Saturday mornings or something. But that's not what it is. We have real gambling organizations that are bringing in drugs, prostitution, working the anti human trafficking stuff yep. that I've done. Yep. We've that is one of the major areas that that we uh, get trafficking through, right? But the drugs, prostitution, all this in a community um, that doesn't generally want it. It's, it's outsiders coming and, in and to that a, community. And, and can afford it the least. And can afford it the least. That's right. And so you have this, this it's almost a, it's a predator preying on yeah. uh, certain portions of society, yeah. right? And you have that going on. So targeting that specifically will protect the citizens mm-hmm. from the bleed over of what that, that creates, right. the criminal activity. And so you target specific crime, targeting gang crime, right, in certain areas, but you target that specific crime, you don't target the community themselves. So in the SEAL teams, we would go get a specific terrorist. Mm-hmm. We would go, we wouldn't target the whole population of the area we were going into. We we're going in to get somebody specifically yeah. for a specific reason. Um, and you have to target a crime in that way in order to properly allow the community to start taking care of themselves because yeah. that's the end goal. And I think the Supreme Court even made a decision that it's that, that um, at, at a lower level that law enforcement is not there to so like it's not necessarily to protect you in the way that that we oftentimes think yeah. right uh it's it's for you to do that yourself and giving a community the tools to be able to do that and like you said being the tip of the spear going after the things that the community can't deal with that's the purpose yeah. of law enforcement yeah. and let's yeah. say a community i would say let's use over the mountain for example a vestavia or a mountain brook or a homewood even mm-hmm. right they have great agencies. I know a lot of those guys at the yeah. agencies know a lot of the leadership. They have great agencies They uh, that support that community. They don't need, in this case, the sheriff's office necessarily in there targeting specific crime, but they, they probably do need help continuing to build those safeguards around that community so crime doesn't infiltrate yeah. it. Uh, and that's that's the purpose. So it's, it's funny you mention that because I believe truly, truly that's the purpose of law enforcement. That's yeah. how you protect yeah. the community of Jefferson County as a whole. Yeah. Well, it's, it's um, you know, I... When I was on the on the council in Vestavia, public safety was was my my liaison, and when I left, the chief came to me and asked me to start a police foundation to support his 
his guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I did it, started it. And then after a period of time, I handed it over with the, with the, the support of, um, making sure that, that those guys got supported in everything, in every aspect, whether it was personal, professional, um, whatever they needed. Uh, and, and, and to, to go back to your point, um, I think it's, I think it's important and we can talk about the tip of the spear, you know, if, if a surgeon goes in and, and you have a, a, a cancer in your arm, well, you're not going to take off the whole arm. You need to go that and, and specifically very, very point, point, the, yeah. point the cancer and then take it out and then, and then treat, treat the rest of the arm. Um, I think there are, there are vast parts of our community that that need that support, um, not only culturally but uh, being more specific about getting getting to the point of things. Uh, one of the greatest tools that I think the the previous sheriff had was the Metro Area Crime Unit. I think that was an opportunity for them to be very specific and pointed with research and data and uh, information that they were sharing. One of my favorite things is regional cooperation. How are we working together, police and fire? What are the mutual aid and, and responses? So we're better supporting our citizens. Right. Um, uh, over over the last couple years, I know that the city of Birmingham has taken their uh, influence in the Mac out and created their own uh, center. Uh, I know that there are other other communities and other uh, departments that have taken their folks out and not supported it as much, and will work more with like the Fusion Center at the state, right. which I think is 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 unfortunate. Um, and I and I don't know who's at fault. Um, and but it all comes back to culture. Um, and and are you developing a culture that's supportive and that, that supports regional cooperation on whatever level it is and for whatever purpose it is. Uh, I, I think we have to get back to doing more of that, that this is, this again, it's a, it's a very, very tough job. Why do we need to make it tougher? Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. And you know what you're, you know, again, going back to the, what culture do you cultivate within your organization, right? And uh, I think at the leadership level, what I've seen, and this is not just in necessarily Jefferson County or the state of Alabama, this is what I've seen with my company going from NYPD all the way out to LA Sheriff's Office and mm-hmm. everything in between. Working and training with those guys, oftentimes when you see that sort of situation, you don't know who's to blame, but mm-hmm. but a lot of times there's uh, there's egos within that leadership, uh, the leadership of the organization. Um, whether rightfully or wrongfully so is irrelevant. Yeah. But those egos oftentimes hurt. So I like using uh, jiu-jitsu for an example, right? So I'll go into a gym, and you get a guy who's a 25-year black belt, right? I'm former Navy SEAL. I'm this, this, you know, relatively decent-sized dude, 200 pounds. This dude's 170 pounds. He's 50 years old, and he's a – there's and he's nothing a black wrong belt. with 50 years. Yeah, that's that's right. There you go. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, I'm like, all right, I, I should be able to crush this dude. And he does some serious work on me. Yeah. Before I know it, within three minutes, I've, I've got his knee touching my spine through my belly, and I'm getting <laughs> choked out with my own collar, right? And so uh, that, that's definitely something that, that breaks down that, that <clears throat> ego when you yeah. realize, hey, I can't, I, I can't do what I think I can do. One of the things that I think and that, that I want to do um, 
when I win this position as sheriff, when I when I become the sheriff, is go in with these agencies, and I think of kind of how Christ came to us. You're a Christian, so you understand this. And he he washed his disciples' feet. You know, I'm, hey, hey, no, Lord, you can't wash my feet, right? Or even John the Baptist told him, said, no, you know, I, you know, I don't need to be baptizing you. Yeah. Um, but to go in as a servant leader and say, hey, look, Jared Hudson, Sheriff of Jefferson County, <clears throat> how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Because I can think if I was in that position, I would want somebody to come me that way, yeah. right? Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to help with everything they say. Hey, we need X, Y, and Z. Hey, I'm sorry I can't provide this for you, but I, I can do yeah. this. But come in open-handed as opposed as opposed to coming in demanding things yeah. or this is how things are going to be done. And uh, I think you'll see a shift in uh, – well, one, that communication creates a shift in perception, mm-hmm. right? doesn't necessarily mean it'll be reality, but at least creates a shift in perception and opens everything up to conversation. Yeah, everything, everything, everything is built off of relationships. Mm. Um, and it, when you come at it with a, at, as a humble nature is what you're talking about. You're coming humbly saying, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here to be, be a supportive of you, um, be supportive of what you're doing uh, and, and opportunities that, that, uh, that you need help with. Um, you know, one of my favorite books in the entire world, and I and I give it away every. I, I facilitate leadership classes for Leadership Birmingham, Leadership Best Davy Hills, <clears throat> um, and every year I give away the book, The Speed of Trust: The One Thing That Changes Everything. Uh, if former Commissioner Carrington and I and uh, former Council President uh, David Carrington told me to read that book when I first started on the Best Davy City Council. That that book changed changed every aspect of my life and how I, um, uh, how I operate my business, how I operate my relationships, um, and, and how I do, uh, I do government. That if, if I know that um, uh, you're, you're a former Navy SEAL, and if I'm going to go into a, into a place that I'm not really comfortable with my security, I want you with me. My wife, my wife is a pretty good shot, but she only shoots a 22. So I think I would trust you because you're, you have more competency capacity than my wife, who I love above all others, um, than her with her 22. Um, it, it just goes to, the, to how we do things on a regular basis. Um, and some of it has to be developed over, the t- over time, but others it's just, just um, it's inherent. Um, yeah. you, you've talked about Ben a couple of times. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but if I have a root canal, I'm, I'm probably not going to him to have. No, no, I wouldn't go to Ben. Actually, he's not even he's not even a nice guy. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you definitely don't want to go to him for a root canal. What are you laughing at, Stephen? You're not a nice guy, neither. He's a nice guy. Yeah. No, so that's uh, no, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Trust within, uh, not just within individuals, even, but oftentimes within our civil government, right? And that's and we don't see we see people. I know for me, I mean. <clears throat> We don't oftentimes trust our civil government because it doesn't seem as if they have the best. Well, I mean, hell, there was there were there were five county commissioners that went to, uh, uh, well, five or six that were indicted, and five that went to 2010, to, 2011. Is that early, earlier than that? Earlier than that. Earlier than that. Um, but for uh, various issues that were that were led to their corruption, and um, so the. Commissioner Stevens, Commissioner Knight, um, and and the previous county commission did a, did a great job, and it was difficult in helping build trust back for what the county was doing and where it was going. So much so that we're out of bankruptcy, we're out of a consent decree that was around for 35, 40 years wow. with the federal government. We're we're out of that, and we're continuing to work on 
being more transparent and open on processes and, and, and how we spend money and, and the way we do things. And without that, we shouldn't, we shouldn't uh, expect to have that trust. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, uh, one, one, one thing here, and this might be the last thing we cover within our, within our time frame, I was talking to Mr. Stevens about it, and it definitely relates directly to me with running for sheriff and everything, but uh, there's 3,081 uh, sheriff's offices in the entire nation. Of those 3,081 sheriff's offices, Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, as of 2017, I believe, is when the when they did the last survey. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, they were the 27th largest in the nation, so that they're like one percent of sheriffs are huge, right? Yeah. 570 sworn personnel, I believe, is what they they had at capacity. Uh, currently, that's down, right? I uh, don't know the exact number. I know what guys have said, and I still haven't been able to lock it down. Currently, that's down, and I know that hinders the current sheriff's ability to do anything. And why that's down, you know, arguably it could be because of leadership. It could be because of what we're seeing law enforcement facing the whole, you know, I mean, when it seems like everybody's against you, why would I want to work for $50,000 a year, you know, and, and uh, get hemmed up over every little thing I right. do? Um, regardless, uh, Mr. Stevens was saying that the budget for – uh, Jefferson County Sheriff's Office is larger than it's ever been. You know, we have fewer uh, resources than we've ever had as far as manpower, I yep. guess, really. And, uh, you know, so where's the, where, where, where's, where's the gap filled there, especially where you're sitting in helping with economic development? If we're dumping this much money into an entity mm-hmm. that is not giving us everything that it, that it gave us previously when it was getting less money, where's how does that impact you and the decisions you make on, on, on businesses and then businesses decision to come in here in the, in the County? Uh, I think it's huge for, for, for multiple reasons. Uh, of course impacts our, our, our crime stats, um, impacts our, our levels of domestic violence. Uh, you talk about their ability to patrol, um, I know that they're down in the number of folks that they have to patrol. Oh, yeah. And sometimes they're going to other jurisdictions. Um, they, they want to be in law enforcement. They just don't want to do it there. And, again, you know, not laying blame at the top, but uh, you, you, you got to have it someplace. Right. <clears throat> um, uh, and and from, a, from, a, from a budgeting standpoint, I mean, I – uh, budgeting is one of my favorite things to do. It's probably one of the more difficult things, but uh, understanding where it probably comes from my dad. My dad was director of budget management for the county for 15 years. Uh, afterwards, he came back, uh, relating back to the budget. Afterwards, he came back and the sheriff asked him to consult to see where the gaps were. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when he did the study, he found that the overages were on overtime that there was more money spent on overtime and it was not being looked at um, or accounted for by, by folks in, in, in the department. <clears throat> um, don't know whatever happened, if he ever moved on, on something like that. And so some of those, when you're spending more money and you have fewer deputies, I have to think that that's, that's some of it. And did, where's, that, where's that money going? Where, where, how, how do you explain it um, that you're begin, you're be giving money more money than than any other sheriff has ever had, and still your crime statistics are are abysmal. Um, Mark Petway is 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 a very nice man, and I and I like him a lot. Um, 
and so hopefully I don't get in trouble for this, but I just don't think he's the right guy um, in the right place. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. Economic development is a huge aspect of uh, – and, and public safety is a huge aspect of how we sell economic development in Jefferson County. <clears throat> if we can't continue to say that we're doing better, that we're one of the most – we're one of the safest counties uh, in – in, in North America, and we're not at the top, our quality of life, our education, because it all relates. Everything relates back. The, the ability for, for families to live in their homes and live in their communities without the fear of, you know, being shot or, or, or hurt or mugged or robbed or, or anything, um, uh, it affects every aspect of their life how they're able to be able to go and, and raise mo uh, money for their family. Right. Uh, their daily uh, 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 their daily walk in life becomes much more difficult, and the stress that, that it causes reflects reflects uh, what's going on in the community. No, absolutely. And I, I think you hit the, the nail on the head with at least answering the portion that I was asking there, and that is that it <clears> – <throat> The safety and security of the community, which is one of the primary things we'll run on, is directly impacts the economic development of communities. So it's more than just safety and security, just, hey, that, those are good words we can say. We make you feel safe at home. No, that's going to positively impact where Jefferson County as a whole goes um, as far as growing, you know, growing as opposed to uh, – uh, as opposed to uh, atrophying over time, right? Uh, now, one last thing, one last question for you, I guess, and this is uh, should be an easy question. However, you might not know the specific answer, but that's okay. Within your, uh, not jurisdiction, but your, uh, your district, yeah. within your district, uh, how many roughly, uh, how many law enforcement agencies would you say roughly exist within your Within your district, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven law enforcement. Does that include Jefferson County it Sheriff's does not, Office? So that would be eight. So that being the eight, and of that, what percentage? I know for for Mr. Stevens, he said it's almost sixty or seventy percent of his, maybe even seventy percent of his, was primarily unincorporated Jefferson County. So the yeah. sheriff's office service those areas for, for you. For, for me, it's pockets. Um, we talked earlier about uh, where protective life is off of 280. Mm -hmm. That's that, that and the uh, bank building next to it are an unincorporated, a pocket of unincorporated Jefferson County. Uh, the sheriff's office is responsible for that. And then we have other parts that are, I, it would, it would be a very, very small percentage. Uh, um, but um, you know, areas like that, those office buildings, and I guess they just don't want to pay those city taxes. Right. Um, I don't, and I don't, I don't blame them. Um, those house a lot of people, and there's probably a greater security risk in in some of those buildings that have that kind of. And we're thinking uh, people that don't even maybe not even live in Jefferson County. They could live outside the oh, county and drive in to work yeah, or wherever, absolutely. right? I so. mean, uh, Protective Life is one of our largest employers. Um, uh, the, the the bank office building that's uh, next to it is 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 huge as well, so um, but those those are you know it may be it may be smaller pockets but the number of people that they serve during the daytime might actually be is, larger. is much much larger so I guess it's just, it's just a little bit different Commissioner Stevens has a you know a a huge district in West Jefferson County that's just massive right um, uh, the I guess the benefit is the uh, the police departments that are in my district um, 
they all operate on a very high uh, high level. Right. And um, uh, I'm very I'm very appreciative for for them and their um, uh, their support. I support all of them. Absolutely, and, and and the reason I ask that is so even though you have smaller pockets and it's not like uh, Commissioner Stevens' district where he has massive area that relies on the county. <clears throat> Uh, it kind of goes back to that how do we create safety and security without negatively impacting the citizens of the county right again the job of law enforcement is to protect not necessarily police and that is targeted targeting that specific crime uh, especially where the people rely on jefferson county sheriff's office yeah. and then coming in open-handed with other agencies and helping helping them build the best safeguards as possible for those areas where uh, maybe crime doesn't exist as much because you do have a, a, a high level or a heavy law enforcement presence already there with a with a Mountain Brook or a yeah. or Homewood. Yeah, mutual aid. Mutual aid is 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 a big thing. And again, regional cooperation. Mm -hmm. it, we do it on the economic development side. Um, uh, our fire departments do it with their mutual aid agreements mm -hmm. that they do. The police, police and sheriff's office need to do that. They need to communicate on a regular basis. Um, and that kind of goes back to the Mac um, uh, and, and the speed of trust, you know. Oh, I wrote that book down. I'm actually going to get it and read it, man. That sounds like it sounds like a good book. I actually have a copy of it in my truck, and I'm going to bring it All in. All right, bring it in to me. That's, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do that, and that'll be our segue into closing up this podcast. So thank you so much for being here today, sir. Everything you've said has been extremely beneficial um, and it's amazing what I don't know that y'all know that I'm starting to figure out. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest with you. There's a lot of stuff that There's goes into this that you just don't, that you don't realize. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else for any of the listeners or me or anybody? Uh, no, I think uh, um, uh, I am a, I am a huge supporter uh, of, of every first responder, uh, everybody in law enforcement that does, that does a job that nobody else wants to do that, that when when there's gunfire, where there's fire, that they're running running to the to the issue instead of running away from it. Mm. And so, if uh, every every member of the community needs support, their their first responders at a much higher level, whether it's um, you know you see them out there, buy them a meal, um, you know, uh, you pat them on the back and say thank you for what you do. Um, you know, support your one of your police foundations or your, or the uh, Alabama Sheriff's Foundation. Do, do something that will help them make a difference. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate that. And if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer. Yes. Lord Jesus, we love you. We praise you. I thank you for Mr. Ammons. I thank you for his heart, his time here, uh, his willingness to answer your calling and, and running for a public office. And I just ask that you would be with him uh, throughout the rest of his campaign, even though it's kind of uh, you know, not as much of a campaign, but as he's still working uh, with uh, with the county commission and everything he's doing, I just ask that you would uh, be with him, give him the wisdom uh, to do the right thing for Jefferson County. Ultimately, let everything we do honor and glorify you and let us paint a picture of you and your son for the world around us to see. We love you, Jesus. We praise you. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen.